Hello and welcome to Business Talk with Chris Hazel. Today I'm joined by Wendy Morris from Nimda Business Services. They offer a range of services to support your business, which we'll get into later, in order to help you grow your business. So welcome, Wendy. Morning, Chris. Thank you for having me along. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, first of all, if you just tell us a little bit about your your story. How did you start Nimda? What brought you yeah. to do it? Yeah, to be perfectly honest, going way back, um, I didn't do anything like what I do now. I actually left school um, with really a strength within typing and that side of things. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to go and work with horses. I decided long hours, little pay, and seeing friends go out and have a good social life. Um, but I decided it wasn't really for me and get, was given the opportunity as an office junior. Uh, so I studied um, equestrian alongside business admin and started off in, as an office junior in an office um, and then progressed my way up to eventually working as a PA to um, sort of chief execs of businesses, both in smaller new startup businesses, but um, equally within sort of the corporate industry as well. So... Um, I was actually working for a US-based company uh, back in 2007, and I had a phone call from the chief exec whilst they were over at their head office in Chicago to say um, they felt that the market wasn't right for them over in the UK and that that. that they were going to end up closing the UK office. So I was faced with a bit of a decision of, right, I'm on a three-month notice period. Um, what am I going to do? And I'd always wanted to run my own business. So with that in mind, um, in June of 2007, I set up NIMDA Business Services, um, which was essentially started off as being a VA, um, so virtual assistant providing admin support to businesses but as you can appreciate back in 2007 remote working was totally totally unheard of so one of my biggest challenges was getting through to people how remote working could work um, the internet wasn't really a thing like it is now so how was I going to attract my clients so it was taking a really massive leap but I knew equally I was going to be without a job in any case so I'd set myself a timeline that I'd got until I could manage up until the new year and I had to get some clients on board between June and the end of that year um, and luckily within six weeks I'd got my first client and that made me realize that actually this is achievable that there is a call for those or the services we offer and that actually I need to push forward with this and prove to myself that actually I can make it work um so what, how, yeah, did, so how did you find that first client um because yeah obviously like you say it wouldn't have been but it'd probably be totally different to how you might do it now um yeah, what, how, how yeah. Did you find them? 
Yeah, totally. Um, I was very fortunate with that first client in so much as actually it was somebody I'd worked with previously. They'd gone on to set up their own recruitment business and um, they knew what I was looking to do and said to me, do you know what, Wendy, I can offer you a few hours um, through my business to help support you in your startup. So that was I suppose I was very, very fortunate. And, you know, that did give me the opportunity to be able to go, this is doable. Um, And then the the next client came along as a result of going through local newspapers. Um, I went through local newspaper ads when people were looking for part-time administrators. I emailed them. I put through proposals to them. Have they considered outsourcing? Do they need to employ somebody? Have they thought of the benefits of outsourcing over employing? Um, And Actually, my next client came along as a result of making contact through um, a job vacancy ad in the newspaper. And funnily enough, um, as a result of that, I then um, took on another client who I've worked with now really sort of virtually since the start and still work with to this day. Um, They did actually recruit somebody in-house for the role. However, when peak times were busy, um, they actually reached out to me and said, could I come and support their business too? So, with sort of three clients on board by the end of the year, I knew that it was an achievable model. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then where did it take you from there? Um, and, and to where you are, like, yeah, t- tell me a bit about where yeah. the business is today and, and the yeah. journey, because obviously, yeah, it's been a bit of... A little while. Um. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, obviously it has been a while. Technology has massively changed and you're always having to keep, you know, ahead of the game um, and learn new ways of doing things. Um, So that has been a massive change. But obviously that's also been really advantageous to us because there is more of a remote working model out there. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the journey's been it's been up and down if I'm perfectly honest um as as with any business I think there's been peaks and troughs with it um but we've gone well Covid was really really good for us because I think everybody looked at their business working model and um they sort of looked at the approach they were taking and whether they were wanting to employ somebody or maybe they'd got furloughed staff but they could still actually call upon us as and when was needed so that was a really good opportunity and also meant that remote working um was no longer a sort of thing of the past it, it was very much modern day and everybody was having to do it um but yeah for me i suppose the business has been quite up and down it's um it's yeah it's seen well me have my first son um was just going to school as i set up the business and then in 2010 i had very premature twins so um that was quite a challenge for me but actually it's meant that i could still run my business whilst doing daily visits to hospital 
um, because actually I'd got some really, really understanding clients that were really supportive. Okay, turnaround on work wasn't maybe quite as quick as it would have been, but they were supportive towards the business because by the time you've worked with the business a little while, you've built up a rapport, you've built up an understanding with the client, you know the tasks that need to be done. And so, uh, yeah, I was thankful to some really understanding clients back in 2010 when we went through a bit of a rough time with that. Um, but, yeah, it's... So what, in terms of your, like, your, your, how you might work with a client, you until mentioned it there, you've got someone that you work with for a long period of time. What's it like an average time that you would work with someone or do you, do you work on individual projects? Um, yeah. yeah. How does it work? We have various ways in which we work with a client. We will do individual projects for them. So um, a client might reach out to us that they've got a particular project on on the go. Um, For instance, something like maybe a market research um, project to look at what their competitors are doing out in the market currently. Um, Did quite a bit of that sort of during COVID um, because obviously you're wanting to try and stay ahead of the game and make sure you've got a sustainable business um, throughout COVID. So um, we would look at a project task for them. The existing clients that I've had, for which I mean, I've got two actually that have gone back before nearly 16 years that we've been in business. Um, they tend to be clients which dip in and out of services um, on an admin basis as and when needed. So it could be holiday cover. It could be more regular sort of two or three hours of admin just to support their business throughout. And as I say, when you've maintained a long relationship with clients, um, you know quite a bit about their clients. You know the way they work. And it seems to work for a lot of those clients then when you've got an established relationship. Um, Alternatively, we've got clients that actually use us as an interim to growing their business and that's predominantly what I set it up to be Chris um, is an interim to growing your business what I'm really really passionate about is getting business owners to understand the significance the back office element has on growing their business Um, so many of our clients will work with us maybe for two three maybe even longer um, because the role um, changes as they grow um, but then ultimately what they will usually do is they will want to recruit somebody in-house because they've grown that business or you've helped them grow that business to a point in which they that then have got the um, capacity to take on somebody in a permanent role there. And then, and then hopefully they come back again once they've grown a bit more and, the, and use you guys all over again is that yeah, definitely, definitely, because um, one of the things what we've done is really to try and sort of um, differentiate between our competitors is about six years ago, um, we diversified slightly to offer what I call a one stop shop for all of your back office support. So as opposed to being a VA, a virtual assistant, we now offer what we call this one stop shop, which essentially covers everything that the back office would do so that is everything from your admin secretarial right through to your sales and marketing your finance
finance, um, you know, all of the uh, HR, all of those roles, even your IT to an element. Um, and so as they recruit, they might have another need for our business. So as they're recruiting, um, we've then been asked to help them sort of in the HR capacity because they're then wanting to onboard um, employees. They need to put policies in place. Um, they need to make sure that they've got staff handbooks, that they're following the right protocol when they take on staff. Or, you know, they may be handling their, ad, um, their sorry, their account side internally. But as the business has grown, it's become um a bigger task for them and they don't have the capacity so again we can help and support them with that so by um, diversifying slightly to be that one-stop shop it does give them the opportunity to call on other services and they've got one point of contact as well so it you know one day they might ring us up with a HR query another day they might have need a few hours extra admin support or some sales and marketing support Oh, and it's um, you touched on it briefly there, but they get a different per or one set person that they, they'll they'll always deal with. Yeah, tell me about your team. Um, what's the, yeah. what's the team at Nimda look like? And yeah, um, there's myself obviously, who um, I am very hands on within the business, but equally, um, my passion is going out and meeting with the clients, um, assessing um, the situations they've got, and obviously offering support as to where we could possibly help them within their business to see that they achieve their goals and their business growth. Um, and then there is Charlotte, who's my internal administrator. Um, we're both mums to um, well three children, and um, she's an absolute whiz at social media. She's got a background in events, and she's a real top-notch administrator. So she tends to handle um, all of our sort of internal admin requirements, certainly social media requirements, and that um, she'll deal with. Um, and then we work with specialist associates. Um, within sort of your HR field, um, your accounts and finance, um, to be able to support businesses in the more um, specialist areas. Okay, so they only sort of outsource to free, freelancers or, or, or they companies? Yeah, themselves. yeah. No, we tend to work with freelancers, but what we do do is obviously we've done our due diligence on those freelancers. Um, we're confident that they're offering the best service possible um, and so feel confident um, using them when you know we're speaking to our clients. Um, and equally, we make sure that they're the right fit for that particular person, that particular business, and the business needs really so um, you know it's like if somebody was looking to take on a VA I would always say to them go and speak to a couple of VAs because do you know what it's got to be the perfect fit for your business if it's not the perfect fit it won't work if there's not the rapport between um, you know your VA and yourself 
it will never work for you. Um, and likewise, that's one of the things that I'm passionate about doing is making sure that when we um, work with our clients to offer the HR services or the um, finance services, we're actually working with the right partnership to be able to offer that specialist area to them, that it's the right fit for their business. Cool. And um, in terms of how the business has, has changed and grown, you obviously weren't offering those originally. Have you seen a change in what type of services you're doing the majority of the time or... Um, yeah, um, and we have. It does seem to go round in circles, actually, quite ironically. When we first set up, it was predominantly the admin, um, because I suppose mainly that was because I was set up initially as a VA. Um, COVID, we saw an awful lot of social media work and, ironically, credit control. Um, I suppose it really goes hand in hand on this sort of current situation we were going through. Um, we are still doing quite a bit of social media work now, but actually it's also um, seems to have gone full circle again and people are wanting the admin support. Um, we're looking at quite a bit of event management work as well at the moment because obviously events have opened back up um, with a vengeance following COVID. So we're doing quite a bit in the way of event management, which Charlotte absolutely loves because that was her previous um, you know, role was event management. So um, yeah, it does seem to be more of your admin office space stuff, um, along with looking at processes for your office. People are wanting um, to make sure that they're handling the processes within the back office properly, um, that they're doing it in a most efficient way. So making sure that if there's a way of doing something a bit easier, a saving on time and resource, that you know they're doing it, that they've got that in where the place and that could be simple things like you know software automations can help with certain things so um, again that's another thing and uh, so, you know people looking at whether they've got a secure business model um, how secure it is how will it carry them forward um, you know at the moment under the current economic climate as well cool and what are the sort of common misconceptions you find um people have about your business or VAs or whatever it might yeah. be? I certainly believe that a lot of people feel they cannot afford to use. Uh, certainly, if you're if you're a newish startup business, people feel they can't afford to use an VA. It's going to be too costly for them. Um, my answer to that is, do you know what? There's various. Well, certainly for myself, we charge on three fee charging structures. So there's the one-off task fee charging. Um, there's an ad hoc base. So you pay literally just for the hours you need on an hourly rate. And then there's a retained basis um, for retained hours. And those can be agreed with the client. And my 
my answer to a client is if you're spending hours procrastinating over doing a better task because actually it's something you don't enjoy or something you don't fully understand, can you afford not to outsource it? Because actually, whilst you're sat in the office wondering how you're going to complete that task, you could have outsourced it to somebody like myself and have it done in half the time whilst you're going out and, you know, doing fee earning work for so um yeah that's my way of looking at it is actually can you afford not to within your business yeah and what's uh what's the future for nimda where where do you see it going yeah the future for nimda is actually um nimda's on a and it's um courtesy of the natwest um bank we're on an accelerated growth plan at the moment with them a six-month program um so they're sort of supporting us within the business which is really exciting um and the future for us is that really i would like to bring in the specialist subjects internally so um that i've actually got an internal team to handle that so as opposed to um, using specialist associates for various um specialist areas we would have that in-house so that's the goal that we're aiming towards and for me personally, it's just getting out there, meeting the business owners and making them aware of the importance that that back office role has on growing a business. Um, business owners are fantastic within their specialist areas, but I, I personally feel quite often the admin role can be sometimes overlooked and um, as we all know unfortunately as a business owner there is an awful lot of admin to do in one way shape or form and being responsive to emails being at the end of the telephone um, having clear processes will all help drive your business forward cool and so um so looking looking to hire then and and what what, what sort of person would you be looking for what you yeah, I mean, obviously, what I would be looking for is we would like to take on, um, you know, some more admin based work. So we would look to take on another admin um, person within the business. Um, but then ideally, at least have part time um, people within the business, within the specialist areas of HR um, accounts that type of thing so that we've got an internal team here that can deal with that as opposed to working at the moment with the associates um the associates don't get me wrong it works fantastically but my vision is to have it all in-house that one stop one stop shop to be in-house and that i can project manage it all internally Cool, exciting times. Um, so just scary be... times. <laughs> <laughs> what's um, so what are the yeah? What's your plan in terms of how are you growing it at the moment? I, I imagine you're not going through newspapers looking at, at um, uh, job no. ads anymore. Uh, no. how, how are the plans to grow? Yeah, no, we're definitely not looking through. Certainly, it's changed an awful lot since 2007. So, um, yeah, our vision for growing at the moment is uh, um, I'm going to be perfectly truthful as I, I want to be more proactive going out there networking um, because, yeah, obviously I am face of NIMDA. So, um, yeah, that's that's a main priority for me at the moment. We're very lucky 
that because we've been established a long time, um, we do get a lot of it referrals from existing clients. So that's really good for us. Um, and just really getting out there as much as possible, doing the social media posts, um, pushing myself um, out of my comfort zone with things like this, and um, just making people aware that I'm out there and that, um, you know, we are there and we are passionate about helping business owners grow their business and understand, um, you know, how the admin role helps with that. Yeah. Also, all about just getting the name out there a little bit more um, and letting people yeah. know about, about what you do. Cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully, this yeah. does that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, and uh, I just, yeah, finally coming to uh, towards the end, uh, your your favourite local business. Yeah, I'm actually going to give a plug to the business that's right on my doorstep, and that's Andy Shepherd at Avon Studios. And I'll tell you the reason why. Andy's been established in the business in Wellsbourne for a long, long time. He's always most welcoming whenever you go in and you have requirements. It's actually nice to go in and, um, you know, it's he makes you feel comfortable when you go in and you have portrait photos. So he's done portrait photos for our business. Um, and he put us at ease. Um, we've also been in and I've had kids passports done the process was so smooth so if you're looking to have any headshots done for your business or even you know you've got a print that you want printing and framing um andy's your person he's fantastic and it's nice to be able to go into a shop with a print and say do you know what i'd like this framing and you can walk up with something that you know you're happy with so yeah andy uh shepherd david studios is definitely my plug cool and um finally where where do people find out more about you where can they get in touch with you as um best yeah um people can go to my website so that's www.nbusinessservices.co.uk and i'm also on facebook um instagram uh linkedin use linkedin probably the most um and all of the links to those you can get via my website cool yeah i'll put them in the show notes as well so people can get them there um but yeah Thank you so much for coming on. It's been really interesting to hear about NIMDA, its uh, its story. Um, probably one of the longest running businesses I've had on, to be honest with you. So, yeah, it's a slightly different um, to, yeah, to some of the others I've been interviewing and really interesting to hear change over the time. So, um, yeah, yeah, thank you for coming on, Wendy. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much for the opportunity, Chris. Really appreciate it. No problem. So I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at chris at chrishazelmortgages.co.uk. Speak to you next time.